Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Practical way for a tengu to drink from a cup. Oh fuck! Uh, it you looks straight up. Out. It looks straight okay. up and opens its mouth and just dunks it in there and Ritz? then drowns. Well, uh, Ritz, okay. Did you just say a straw? Yes. Well, then you've just fallen into my trap, my friend. Because what are you, a, a fucking visco girl? To use a straw, <laughs> you need Yu-Gi-Oh player. You need lips. Okay. Okay, well, Tengus obviously, the lips. fucking obvious answer, the stupid, the stupid, mundane, obvious answer is he fucking birdie drinks it. Can they do that? Yes. That's how they fucking eat. I wonder what other, like, uh, necessities have to be made for, like, fancy creatures. Like, do centaurs need, like, do all slopes, like, do stairs have to be slopes for centaurs? Well, I mean, I don't think that Probably. it would, I don't think that they would be everywhere. Like, I don't think that they would in, like... I don't know, Ustalov, because I don't know how many centaurs are living yeah, in Yeah, uh, vampires but, have a historic yeah. history of fucking hating centaurs, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think I mean... that in particular, a place like Kilsella might, specifically. Zavante <laughs> shows up to Kilsella, and all like the building contractors sigh because they know they have to start <laughs> using the slopes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh-oh. And then Alden looks at them and he's like, you gotta. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, no. In, in fairness, in fairness, uh, there should be fantasy disability access. Yes. Yeah, oh right. yeah. I mean, of I don't course. think all fan. I don't think all the disabilities in Pathfinder are specifically fantasy, though. They're regular people. No. <laughs> yeah. If, if if you are a wizard and you unfortunately do not have use of both legs, then that is no longer just a disability. That is a fantasy disability because you are a Why? wizard. Why? There's nothing fantastical about you it. A it's the same as it is here. You are a wizard with legs that don't work, so you need a wheelchair, making you a fantasy disabled person. Fuck you. Okay, that's fair, but I'm angry. Thank you, Dave, about for it. siding with me. I love you. Would we <laughs> like to play Pathfinder? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, sure. Hey, Ritz, I'm sure you're dying to tell me what happened last time. <clears throat> Alright, yes. <clears throat> God. <sighs> A lot. Um, so, well, we went to the Rushlight Festival with our little entourage of like 50,000 people. <laughs> it was um, like 13. Yeah, there's like 13 people. Um, and very small detail. Isfor wasn't allowed in. Turn him into puppy. Uh, What's the Rushlight Festival? But... What's going on? I don't understand. I missed the last episode. 
Okay. Well, first of all, go fucking watch the last one. What? Um, and second of all, uh, the Rushlight Festival is something that the real big River Kingdoms put on, like Patax mm-hmm. and Daggermark, mm-hmm. right? Um, they they put on this festival, and uh, it it has to do with uh, lots of uh, jousting and fantasy things and such, and things are just cool in a fantasy mm-hmm. world. Um, and only places that are recognized by the River Kingdoms can attend. Specifically Patax. Patax is the one putting on this show, and they yes. decide who is and is not invited. Okay, so yeah. themselves. Yes, yeah, they're obviously. always invited. Um, Daggermark is always invited. Everyone else has to beg. <laughs> yeah, and Kilsella was invited. For the first Hooray. time ever. Hey. Um... And from from the start, Iker was pretty um, apprehensive about it. Uh, he was very upset uh, about becoming king, uh, and you'll understand that soon why. Um, but uh, I'll continue with uh, where we were, which is we got to uh, the Rustlight Festival, got in, uh, and Iker was uh, told that the rest of the monarchs yeah mm-hmm. monarchs are like waiting in the the blue tent blue paradise whatever mm-hmm. um and of course he's too fucking nervous to go in and introduce himself so they walked around for a while had some of that fucking weird soup where you gotta skin a minnow alive um hate that uh <laughs> yeah um the weird candied spider thing um which Iker knew how to do also. He knew how to do all these things, because, you know, when you have a plus 23 to society, you knew how to do stuff. Um, and he went to the fucking petting zoo. Mm-hmm. The menagerie. Yeah. Well, 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 That well, was well, fucked well, up. Well. Shut the fuck up, you goddamn Let me take a look at the menagerie. Hey, this is a great menagerie. This is a great menagerie. You did a great job. Love to Wendigo. You must be Garnet, and you must be Amethyst. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Um, uh, so the menagerie was fucked up. Uh, everything there was charmed really heavily, like doped up on charms. Um, and the lady who runs it, a real fucking creep. Don't like her. Uh, I'm too woke for that menagerie. Oh, I forgot. Casca's little brother tagged along. Mm-hmm. He's the most valid <laughs> character in Kingmaker, I've decided. Um, so Tan tagged along, and uh, while we were at the menagerie, uh, she tried to sell him a little bit of a little bit of something, a, a tooth of a fucking T-Rex, I think. Spinosaurus. Yes. Big difference. One of them what? was uh, universally loved, the other was hated in Jurassic Park Tree. <laughs> I mean... So a T-Rex. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> and we promptly said fuck no uh and left it was because they were gonna like pull it out yeah they were gonna pull it from him like instead of like already having them so alden and icker and casca be like we're too woke fuck no (laughs) yeah and then she was like "Ooh, call us anytime you want to menagerie and kill seta and then we said fuck you um we didn't say fuck you and I did. We didn't say fuck you, but we did say go away. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, no, we didn't. But I, I did say um, uh, I'll fucking think about it, which is code for I will not think about it. Um, 
So after that, Iker probably, probably, what the fuck? I played this character. What do you mean, probably? Um, Iker felt uh, comfortable enough to actually go into the tent where all the other monarchs were and introduce himself. And he met a few other people. Um, some of which real fucking characters. <laughs> um, um, we were off the rails. Uh, but um, finally, Iker ascend- ascended. Woo. Uh, Iker ascended into the uh, final room, um, where the king of Patax, King Castrucio Irvetti, uh, sitting on his throne, um, and he introduced himself, uh, and in the process of introducing himself, he has revealed that King Castrucio Irvetti is indeed his own father. Dun, dun. <sighs> So, I'd like to ask a question. How many of us figured it out in advance? All of you. He raises my hand. Uh, yeah. KK, you've known for quite some time, I'm gonna reckon. Yeah. Um, every time that Patax came up, or, like, the King of Patax came up, and Iker kind of, like... I made it obvious! Was, yeah, when Iker was, like, kind of angry and or annoyed by it, I was like, hmm, gee, I wonder. <laughs> I want you to know that when I was editing book two of Kingmaker, I had to cut out you sometimes laughing when uh, Rich was talking about his dad, because <laughs> I knew you knew, and I couldn't let other people know you knew. <laughs> I, I, didn't, like, like, I didn't know, but I had a feeling. I had a feeling... I know I had a very, I had a small feeling when you mentioned that your character, that, or that your character, that Iker, <laughs> <laughs> that Iker, like, wanted to specifically be a king. I was like, hmm. Maybe his dad's like <laughs> a out king. Out of spite. I out of know. spite. And, yeah. and then, so now you know why he's fucking pissed to be the king right now. Alden, however, had no idea. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna cut into that. Uh, fellas? Iker is the son of King Castruccio Irovetti of Patax. Huh? So you all stand in the royal pavilion of uh, King Castruccio Irovetti, uh, clockwork statues slowly turning around him. Uh, and uh, to either side of him, a scantily clad man and a scantily clad woman are uh, waiting on him. He is uh, in a huge throne uh, with, like, these really weird, like, uh... <laughs> magic items you can't even really tell what they are uh he's kind of like staring down at you Iker. uh after you he's have, staring right back up after you have called him father in front of the entire group uh, how is everyone doing <laughs> Iker's pissed well, if Cascus could see, she would absolutely be darting eyes between Irvetti and Iker. <laughs> She's Casca. turning her head back and forth. Cascus, glad to be blind. <laughs> Can't but see right how now, awkward. I think she's kind of, but right now, I think she's kind of... I, right now, I think she just has, like, the kind of awkward face, or just like... Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um... Yorovechi kind of like sits still for a second before he stands up, walks down to you, Iker. He... his hand is ready. And he kind of like pats you on the shoulder and says, 
Uh, what a quaint term of endearance. A little bit like Padre or Dadiosh, uh, I assume. <laughs> Alden is trying so hard because he feels really awkward, but hearing that makes him want to die. He's like trying not to laugh. Um, Irovechi flashes- Meanwhile, on the uh, other hand, Iker looks fucking furious and he's disgusted that this guy's even touched him. Uh, Irovechi flashes a full- uh, like, a full grin of beautiful white teeth as he kind of grins at you, uh, and says, You and your quaint ways in Kilsella, I must- Certainly make sure to learn more about your people. It is an honor to meet you for the first time, King Iker Etiocles. Casca coughs. Hmm. Quite an honor indeed. Uh, he kind of like, uh, turns, uh, and looks at you, Alden, and says, You must be Sheriff Felstad, am I correct? Uh, yeah. It's good to meet you. You were the general which fought alongside uh, General Jurg, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Jurg spoke highly of uh, Kilsela's combat during the battle against the barbarian hordes. I must say, keep it up, my friend. Keep it up. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. And he turns to you, Casca, and says, And High Priestess Tanavin, correct? Uh, yes. You're shorter yeah, I than I expected. What? I, huh. I assume someone with your, uh, shall we say, spectacular reputation would tower over me as the others do. Oh, you haven't seen me on the battlefield. <laughs> ah, oh, sorry. You haven't been around the dog, have you? Oh, Ugh. terribly sorry. My companion is, in fact, a uh, direwolf, mm, but he's same not thing. here right now. You've made sure to keep that away from here. Of course, no dogs in protect. <coughs> blah blah blah. It oh, isn't... Of course, I know he's uh, he's outside, but um, I, he might just have some fur on me. <laughs> Make he's, sure to clean he's that. He's a direwolf, after all. He is fairly large. We do clean in protects. Now, any kind of fantasy lint roll. <laughs> He turns back and says, It is an honor to meet you all, kingmakers of Kilsella. We've heard your tales and your legends, of course, aside from helping us with the Drellev situation. A kaiju owlbear, if I am correct. Mm -hmm. Most impressive. Well done to you all. And I understand it was you, Tree, who took care of that affair. Well, my most illustrious guests, and he starts to walk back to his throne and sit down. I am so eternally and unendingly happy to see that you have safely arrived. And he kind of points to, like, the two very scantily clad people and says, Come, my pretties, bring refreshments for these weary travelers. And he turns <coughs> back to you. Whether by magic or by mare's shank, traveling is thirsty work. Drink with me to our continued success and the bonds of brotherhood and friendship that shall be ours. Hmm. Yes. Thank you for your hospitality. Uh, is he giving us drinks? Alden uh, puts a hand on Iker's back. He's like, are you good, bro? Iker looks at Alden and he looks back. A little table <laughs> is, like, uh, brought in front of you all. Uh, it's like a small round table. Um, and, uh, these guys kind of, like, uh, I don't want to say they're servants, but like that's pretty, pretty much what they are. They're not or sexy butlers. You can't really tell. Mm -hmm. Same uh, but shit. But like, 
they uh, they come up and uh, they place this table down uh, and they put down some food and some wine and uh, they uh, they put down like food and wine and stuff uh, and like you guys really hate to say it but it looks so goddamn good perception <laughs> and then per- there's Casca who's like wow this smells really nice <laughs> uh, yeah Iker roll me a perception well no no you Rick, you roll me a perception check. I won't roll this one. Okay. Um. That's 28. Uh, a 28? Mm-hmm. Acre, a sinking realization <laughs> drops on you. Hmm. In that this is just very good food. Uh, he's so fucking mad. Iravetti kind of sits. And you see him tinkering with those magic items again. A uh, strange short metal rod, uh, which kind of like flashes uh, periodically, with uh-huh. like little circular lights around the edge. And uh, he's uh, currently sort of chit-chatting quickly to a hulking figure who has just appeared. Like this man is about your size, Alton. He is muscular. Uh, really like buff looking uh, and he's got like a scraggly be- like a real like you know fuzzy beard and he kind of like glances you guys up and down uh, and then Iravetti turns and asks I trust your journey to Patax was without incident yeah, it was like a plant monster but it's okay we handled it and it was fine mm. well I suppose a plant monster is nothing compared to magnificent heroes such as yourselves <laughs> yeah I guess so I mean, as long as we didn't bleed on it, it was fine. That was fucked up, yeah. <laughs> Alden's like, he's sort of like, he's he scratches his arm and he's like, "What do you have, by the way? You holding like, or you have like a rod thing?" He says, "This? Why? This is just one of my personal art. Uh, this is one of my personal accessories, shall we say? Uh, I like to do a bit of tinkering around the house, if that makes sense." Uh, Casca, you don't see anything in his hands. Uh-huh. There are no magical items on his person. What? Interesting. Oh, uh, I know. Iravetti kind of like uh, smiles a little bit and says, Regardless, uh, I'd like to again thank you for your help with Lord Drelev. He was, uh, shall we say, a bit too eager for his own good. He got what he deserved, and I'm only thankful you put him down before he caused both of our co- uh, kingdoms more damage. I trust his attack on your town of Tetzelford left no lasting problems. Oh, no. Believe me, he didn't even get in. Ha! <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. Now... I'd rather steer our conversation away from politics for the remainder of our uh, interactions at the Rushlight Festival. You are, after all, here to celebrate, not to have a summit. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say to him over the course of the your meal? He is specifically not eating. He's just kind of like letting you guys chow down before everything else. I don't think Iker's eating much because he's just glaring at him. 
Alden is eating because he wants to be polite because his mom taught him that if people hand you food, you eat it. Casca is eating very tentatively. Um, I have a feeling that she can feel Iker's anger from the room. <laughs> she definitely uh, can. <laughs> um, but I think she is kind of interested in the in the items that aren't that she can't sense on his hand. Mm -hmm. She will point that out later to the others, but not right now, I don't think. Mm -hmm. So, are you guys basically? Do you guys just have a pretty uneventful meal with him? Um, I think so. I don't think that Alden has anything he wants to say to him. I mean, he has things he wants to say to him, um, but not that he should. So he won't. <laughs> I think we all have something that we want to say to him. Iker has five books worth of things he wants to say to him. Oh yeah, but um, I think we should not say anything unless to we want to mouth, like. Though. I think we don't want to say anything unless we want to one tarnish the reputation of Kilsella. And two, uh, get kicked out before we even spend a day here. Yep. After some idle chit-chat, he kind of clears his throat and says, I uh, trust you've brought your best athletes with you all. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. Which ones? Well, we brought the Glory Heart Brigade. Trust you'll find them entertaining. You're certainly not going to use the Glory Heart Brigade for some of the other games we have, are you? Why not? Well, I don't believe the Glory Heart Brigade are particularly well-trained in the arts of, uh, of archery or bragging. Oh my god, this is the sports tournament art. Oh, yeah. fuck off. Oh, yeah. You did god. get the list of events which would be happening, didn't you? We'll be fine. No, you did not. Alden, Alden, Al, you know what? You know what? No, it must have been lost in the post. Alden smells. Oh my! Like, we'll be fine, though. Don't worry about it. That is rather upsetting. I will have to have a word with my postmaster. I guess you will. Uh, in the meantime, however, uh, one last thing before you all leave. Mm -hmm. And he kind of stands up and he gestures to one of the wardens. And uh, the warden kind of like stands very still before turning and very slowly walking to a chest in the back of the room. And when he returns, he has a item which is draped in a long white-like curtain. Uh, and Iravetti whips that curtain off to reveal an impressive scepter. Um, it is ornate uh, and ends with a sort of ball at the very end. But along the side... Uh, there are six buttons. And uh, he grins and says, And this, my friends, is the prize for this year's Rushlight Festival. Potentially the greatest prize we have ever given out. This mm. is a rod of lordly might. Oh. Okay. If I had to rank this particular item's uh, ability level on a scale of 1 to 20, I would put it... Close to a nineteen. I. <laughs> That's very specific. Oh my god! It is a magic weapon, a tool. A one might call it a Swiss Army knife of possibilities. Each button gives it a new function. What's a Swiss? Druma. Oh. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, 
Druman army blade. <laughs> a Druman army blade, yes. Thank you, uh, King Ateocles, for your input. You're welcome. I am sure that if, uh, if you're, uh, if you had athletes which could perform, they would do incredibly well. And I'm sure that, King Ateocles, this rod would belong to you by the end of the week. Unfortunately, if you don't have the necessary, uh, like, athletes, well then I'm sure you'll have to figure something out. I would hate to see Kilsella embarrass themselves on a national stage. We won't. Mm. I'd hate to see that too. But well, I think we'll be just fine, thank you. Well, uh, I am rather busy now that you've all eaten. Uh, I must prepare for the rest of the games. Uh, he kind of gestures to the rugged man like with a huge beard and says, Allow me to introduce my, uh, my companion. This is Villamore Cott. He was the previous champion of last year's Rushlight Festival, and the year before, and the year before. Uh, we haven't had many outside winners for a while, not with Mr. Cot here. And uh, Cot just kind of like stares you all and grunts. Uh, and Irvette says, Man of few words, but of much action. Now, you go back to your tent. I will have my, uh, my assistant, uh, Nunzio Arapia, the master of ceremonies, uh, who will handle all the required uh, sign-ups for your athletes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I trust you will all take part and do the best that you can. Fear not, we will. It's been a pleasure. Oh, trust me, the pleasure has been all mine. <laughs> now, have a good evening, Kingmakers. I wish you the best of sleep. Thanks. And to you too. Alden puts mm. his arms around his bros, sh- his bro, and his and his and his lesbian sister. He's <laughs> vibrating. And Alden turns them around, and he starts walking, and he's like, "Let's be happy, friends." And then as soon as they're out of the room, Alden is like, we are going to take them the fuck down. You know that, right? I know. Oh, we will. Let's go find some fucking athletes. Well, is there anything about us being in that instead of athletes? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, we can't do anything about it? It has to be an athlete, well, really? Well, wait. No, there's no, there's no rule saying that the king and uh, his cohorts can't take place. Hey, hey, <laughs> they said archery. Oh, I I know that they said archery. My I could definitely hear that part, and I didn't hear anything else. <laughs> what was the other thing after archery? I know he said something, but I blanked. Nothing. Everything that came out of his mouth is pure fucking garbage. Bragging. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Iker seems upset. Oh, like you know what, Iker? Um, I'm really sorry that. Yeah, I didn't know that, but you know what? Iker puts both his hands on Alden's shoulders, and he goes real close to him, and he says, oh. Alden. Hello. It is taking every cell of my body not to scream and punch the nearest living thing right now. Do you, like, do you like me to fight Why don't something? We... You can fight Why me. Why don't we go somewhere to spa this out? Let's do Shall it! We... <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go to a place where... And she starts leading them away from the tent. She's like, let's go to a place where we can all train and all just get everything out. We should probably also figure this whole athlete thing out, like, as a whole. Yeah, oh, we well, let's, do, let's exit. I don't want to be in here anymore. Let's go. Okay. Uh, do you want to oh. go back to your own tents? Because those are soundproofed. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay. You guys kind of like... tents are soundproof? By magic. Uh, you guys uh, make your way back to your tent. Uh, the second you go in, all the music from outside goes silent. And uh, the calm music of a solitary musical instrument, which plays by itself on a pedestal, uh, sort of starts playing true here. Uh, it's a are nice tent. Not in your immediate vicinity, but there's a lot of rooms. This is a lot bigger on the inside. Um, as you're kind of, like, coming in, uh, Oleg approaches, and it's like, Boys! How did it go? Wow. Iker walks right past him. Okay, oh. hey! Okay, um, he's not No good screen moment. time for Oleg. No, oh, no, Oleg, you get screen time. Uh, Iker's just upset. <laughs> okay. Is he alright? What happened? Um... He, well, um, Alden's not gonna sit there and, like, reveal Iker's secrets, so Alden's like, um, well. <laughs> Wait, from the other room, you hear Iker grab something, and then you hear, <laughs> Alden is like, well, um. The other diplomats were just, um, a headache. Also, Oh, um, I'm, oh. Yeah, well, that and... Um, that we didn't. So we weren't. Want... No, we do. We we weren't informed that there are more than one fucking sport. Oh, so, so you don't yes. you don't want these haunches I picked out for you all? Oh, I want them. Oh, <laughs> haunches actually sound really nice. I need some comfort food. Thank you so much, Oleg. They're like little rabbit haunches, so they're like they're like popsicles. It's okay. Alden eats it. It's still comfort food. Alden, Alden does the thing like that that happens in ASMR, like um, oh, muk, muk, bang, where he sticks the entire thing into his mouth and pulls it <laughs> off, and there's no food on it. <laughs> he says, "Do you want to bring one to Acre?" Yeah. And again, from the other room, you hear. I think I'll go bring it to him because. All right. Good idea, he might throw something and I can't see it coming. <laughs> Fuck. Casca <laughs> <laughs> walking in and getting hit by a pillow and falling over. Okay. I think she's gonna beat him up. Casca <laughs> um, is hit and she immediately goes into a blood rage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, do you enter? Uh, yeah, Alden goes I'll make to... me a reflex save. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that's a 12 plus 19, so. It's a 31. Yeah, you fucking catch that thing that Iker just threw at you. Falling? Uh, like what one-handed. Throw at him, Winnie! Throw at him! Iker, Probably what did you Alden catches the book and he's like, Iker, you could have hurt my perfect face. <laughs> uh, I'm Kasuke, sorry. Casca, it's safe for you to enter now. And it's also safe for Isaror. Uh, Casca takes... Well, can she take the collar off of Isaror? Yeah, it's a pretty roomy place. Like, this place is... In, like, okay. it is a big place. 
uh, Casca takes the, the collar off of Isror, making him a dire wolf again. And she says, and then she says, fuck Irovetti. <laughs> and then she walks in with Isror. She had to shit talk Irovetti to her dog. <laughs> it was important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colin's like, Casca and I are here and we have food for you. That's that's from, that's from, food it's from Oleg. And I come for die wolf for you. Thank you. You can food. you can vent to us. We love you, Iker. Get everything out. <laughs> and I do mean everything. And he's like slowly like reaching out with this with the food to give to Iker. Iker sits down in a nearby chair and he, he just fucking puts his head in his hands. Like, and he looks I'll so this fucking exhausted. <laughs> Thank you, Alden. You're welcome. I'm sorry. No, it's I'm okay. Sorry. No. Iker, listen. Yeah? I didn't know that this was your father. Um. Neither does anyone. But, listen. <laughs> I, I, I need you to know that even without having known in advance and even if I didn't know that he was your father I know from the way that we that, first of all that was so on purpose that was so on purpose he wants us to make a fucking idiot of ourselves anyways I fucking know so the best way to um, exact revenge is to win which we will um, but he's a prick and that's obvious but we're here for you and I know that it's annoying and awful to have to be here, but we're... You're not alone, okay? We love you. <laughs> Isoror loves you. And he, he, he does the, like, the, the, the Will Smith pose at, at Isoror. Uh, Isoror's tail is wagging, ready for permission to go lick it at Iker's face. I love you, Isoror, also. He rushed that is express you don't have a, you, That was all the. That's all it took. He's currently gobbling you up. <gasps> oh no! Uh, <laughs> she puts a hand on Iker's shoulder, and she says, "I know that you have a lot that you want to say to him. Put it out there in a, in uh. Put it out there on the." On the field. Make him... I guess, yeah, make him regret sending us an invitation. Make him regret not giving us advance notice, I guess. And... We're gonna get that dumbass rod. Yeah, we're getting that for you. <sighs> I... I'd love for us to win it, but I don't need it myself. Um... Icar... The rod literally had lords on the thing. Of course, it's gonna be for you. Are you swords? Okay. It'd make him mad, so I guess I'll take it. But um... <laughs> well, exactly. I. Uh, I was right there. Mm-hmm. I've never been in the same room with him. That's fucked up. Yeah, I. Trust me, I did. I do remember him saying, first time meeting. Yeah, that's the only thing he didn't fucking lie about. (sighs) 
I'm sorry that you even have to deal with him for a single day. Honestly, I'm kind of glad that he's even worse than I thought. That's fair. Because now I know I'm nothing like him. That's definitely true. I, I can't offer you, like, a, an alternative dad, because mine is not alive, but, um... My mom loves you. <laughs> um, you just handed me the perfect fucking material, but I'm too mad to take it. There's also Kafka's dad. <laughs> I mean, there's also my father, but at the same time, you're also going to be inheriting my mother as well, and she can be... a lot. <laughs> You're part of our families now. I I don't need a dad. Um, I've I'm managed proud of you, this son. far. Alden <laughs> says, putting a hand on his shoulder. Yeah, okay, daddy. Um, <laughs> we're not doing this. <laughs> Alden's. Oh shit, that was really loud. It's one of Alden. Um, Alden screeches and he backs away. It's like you freak. Okay. You know what? Enough about. My fucking shitty family tree. I want to curb stomp this greasy piece of shit into the fucking ground with our athletes. Let's figure out what we're gonna do. We already have one athlete, and her name is Casca. Yes. Hi, I'll be t- I'll be handling the archery. Don't worry that I'm blind. I can do this. Um, we know. There's only one person for archery, right? Uh, you have no idea. Alden's but, like we have Samantha. We should that is also uh, true. we should find out really quickly. Um, we let's send someone out. Okay, let's let's a- let's ask somebody to go ask around so that we can find out how many fucking athletes we need. Because um, God knows we can't fucking do it ourselves. <sighs> or else we'll look like a fucking idiot. I don't. Which do, we already kind of do. I don't do archery. I do swords. I've never touched a bow in my life. Oh, I have two. I've touched a bow. Yes. I've I've touched Casca's bow. I have not. also true. But only like to hand. Mr. kind of like, uh, very softly takes your hand, Vicar. Like he, he like puts his mouth around your hand, not biting, just like, and he guides your hand towards Casca's bow. This is a Which magical one, moment. The com- um, Which one, the composite it. line? Icarus' hand <laughs> touches Casca's bow, and his eyes light up, and he's no longer angry. <laughs> I think. Thank you, sir. You do hear a noise, by the way, a sort of ruffling noise. What is that ruffling what noise? From outside the door, and you turn, and Hengren is staring in at you with big, big horse eyes. What is happening? Oh. <laughs> there is a horse loose in the tent! <laughs> Uh, he's kind of peeking around a corner, and he like at you. Iker gets up. He should absolutely he... not be inside. I know, but Iker doesn't care because it's his baby horse. Um, <laughs> he gets he's... up and he ha- he goes to have a horse boy moment with his horse. Uh, you put a hand on uh, Hengren's forehead. Uh, he hasn't had a lot of screen time, but you spent a lot of time with him between episodes. Uh, oh, you yeah. love Hengren very much. Hengren's uh, a- Hengren is Iker's stress relief. You, like you've put a hand on his uh, forehead and you all the stress leaves and Hengren understands and he's going to help you 
impress your shithead dad. Thank you, Hengrin. Hengrin just fucking knows. Alwyn's like, Hengrin, are you ever gonna explain how you speak to him through thoughts? Fuck you. Alright, that's fair. Hey, Casca. um, You wouldn't get it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, horse boy. Uh, As you're kind of, uh, as you're kind of, like, having this moment, uh, Darissa kind of, like, uh, oh, there you are. Well, oh, King Atikles. Sorry, um, there was a horse loose in the tent. Um, that's my horse, don't worry. No, I know it is, uh, well, technically our horse, but that's not important. Um, how are, you don't look well. Is everything okay? The dressing didn't get cancelled, did it? No, but we just found out. That there are other sports. Yes. We no one informed told us told about the. Are these people not the other athletes? No. Why Wait, didn't what? you bring other athletes? We weren't informed. Aren't you from Patax? I never went to the fucking festival. How'd you never go to the Rushlight Festival? I don't know. It's kind of a sore point for me. How'd you How not you... know about the marketing? Okay. How you doing, Casca? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing, uh, okay. All things considered. <laughs> All right. You need to know what events there's going to be at the festival tomorrow. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And also how many people we need. We, everybody here is good at shit, so it'll be okay. We just need to find out who goes where. Yeah. Well, um... We'll have someone coming in the morning to sign us up for the events. If you can wait till then, you can find out. Okay. <laughs> but and can you then... tell us about the events? I don't know. I assumed you had the list. No, we didn't get the list because... How can we get... <sighs> Why would anyone not give the king of a country the list? Because this rat bitch maybe, is out for my blood. Maybe because the king of Patax is just a teensy bit biased. King Eurovetti is an honorable man. He would not be biased. Don't you know what? say that hey, in front of me. Hey, guys. Hey, friends, pals, everybody. Before anyone starts fighting or getting upset, why don't we just figure out the solution to this problem before Iker gets sad? I'm not sad. Alden holds Iker's hand. He grabs, his, he grabs the hand that's covered in dog saliva. <sighs> and Alden's like... <laughs> did his hand just squelch when you held it? Yeah. Maybe it fucking did. Alright. Well, listen, in the morning, uh, the master ceremonies will come round and sort of sign you all up. If you can all wait for that, then, you know, you'll find out, I guess? I guess. There's listen, no way so- we can find out beforehand. So long. Ugh, I mean, it's getting late. There's not going to be many people out and about. We can attempt, you know, right. because we should try. Because trying is better than not trying. It's true. There's bound to be someone outside. Yep. Listen, I just want to be Daggermark into jousting. Everything else, I leave up to you. But I need to be a Daggermark. You will. I trust that you'll be fucking fantastic in your joust. I'm the best of the best. I literally trust you to be. <laughs> now. I'm gonna go ahead to bed. I want to be up bright and early tomorrow. I recommend you three y'all do the same. Get some sleep, and we'll figure it out in the morning. 
Right. Yeah, Thanks. after a short walk. <laughs> and with that, uh, Darissa kind of turns and leaves you guys to your own. Hangren is still there. Almost just deck Darissa. <laughs> Alden's like, Alden lets go of Vicar's hand and he wipes it on his pants. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have two archers in mind. That's true. Um, <sighs> he said something Wait, about. Did we bring Samantha? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Cool. How could you ever forget brought, the best? Brought Samantha, Curly, the rest of the Glory Hearts, um, my my brother. Does anyone have Tana. a bigger ego than me? Because I'm pretty sure we can do bragging with me. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, Tad is loud. Loud does not equate to ego. Uh, what does that mean, though? Is that literally bragging? Bragging? Because I heard Maybe. the word bragging, but I don't know what the fuck that is. I thought it was bothering. I just too focused on the archery. Um, well, it's supposed to be a sport. I don't know what these things are, and I don't know what's. I don't know. I don't know. The tax is really. The tax has weird thoughts about sports. What the? Why do you have bragging as a sport? It's Batax, what do you expect? I mean, that's fair. Uh, so are we all... Are, do you think you all want to go to bed and wait for the morning? Mm-hmm. Alright, so you all... Close your eyes... And go to sleep. And look at the mountains. Alden, uh, you wake up first. Uh, and your first thought is, Wow, they really, really dropped the temperature in my fucking tent. Uh, your second thought is, ah, shit, because you're not in your tent. What? You huh? are once again in that defarsed clearing. Oh, dream. <laughs> okay, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I thought for a minute it was going to be like a fucking parent trap that's thing the, where they put him in a lake. That's yeah, I thought thing. it was some sort of, like, prank from one of the other, from probably Patax. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Alden, this doesn't feel like a dream. Alden pinches himself. You don't wake up. Alden's like, What is happening? It, you are feeling a sensory overload. We'll put it that way. Everything feels so much more real and loud. and You can touch everything better. You can feel the air every single pinprick of cold pressing into your skin you can feel your jacket rubbing into you everything feels alden is like okay that's uh, most terrible of all, your heart is basically pounding out of your chest <laughs> it's like am i having a panic attack <laughs> and you are feel this overwhelming emotion and you can't put it in place at first you think it's like the feeling of love. You feel totally in love with something, some concept that you can't quite place. But then that is drowned out by an absolute ocean of sadness and nostalgia and fear, which you realize is bittersweetness. And then you hear the voice, as always. Alden. Huh? 
Herman, are you dead? What? I'm really confused. What? You hear Briar's voice, and it's too loud. It's too much. You hear it echoing. Oh, it's like uh, he's sort of like grabbing his his like head and his hair, and he's like, like, where are you? Cold, Alden. I'm. Yeah, it's very oh. cold. Alden like looks around oh. to see if he can like see her or anything. Everything is... There's too... It's really weird, because this place is desaturated, but even then, there's too much color. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It is really draining at your uh, willpower to stay focused. <laughs> willpower to stay focused is already fucked. <laughs> you stumble over to where you usually find Briar. And you see her, but for a second, she doesn't look like her. What does she look like? You can't tell because by the time you set eyes on her, you start to faint. The last thing you see when you see her, you swear that she's not even a person. Alden is like. Alden, when she's he's fainting, is, is absolutely trying to like reach for her. You reach for her, but. It isn't working. You start to fall. And here, one last time. Alden! And your last thoughts as you hit the ground are, wow, she looks like a really, really long branch. And then what? you hit the floor. And you wake Why up. Why an actual fucking tree? Like, I, I wake up, like, in bed. Yes, in you wake bed. up in bed. Alden and wakes you have, up. You, it's, you take it first, you piss the bed, but no, it's just your sweat. <laughs> Alden, like, gets up and he's like, Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I think he, like, stumbles out of, like, bed looking for, like, Kaskarik or literally anybody. Kaska is still awake. Because Kaska, Alden just went to bed two minutes ago. Uh, Alden, are you? <laughs> I, 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 I was dreaming, but I don't. I, it didn't feel like I was like dreaming. And Alden, Alden is like, he's like sweating. This boy looks like a little bit of a mess. Um, which is not in character for Alden. Hmm. I'm kidding. He looks like a mess all the time. Um, <laughs> Alden's like, I, I had, I was. Like, here. Not here. I was- I had th that dream about- about uh, Briar again, but it felt, like, really real. Like, I pinched myself and I didn't wake up, and it hurt. It felt, like, real, and- and then I- I, I was looking for her, but everything felt, like, too- like, too much. Like, there's- You said that you had a dream? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Well... Because you just went- you literally just went to bed. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? You- you've- you've only passed out for like two minutes. What?! I- I don't know. Um, you said it was a dream about Briar. Yeah. She was calling for me, but it was, like, too loud. Everything was, like, 
it, everything was too much. It was like a, I was like sensory overloaded, which happens, but it was like worse than normal sensory overload. And I tried to find her and I did, but I fainted as soon as I saw her and she looked like a, like a branch, like, like a really long branch and not like a person and I don't branch. I don't know what it means. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's literal or figurative, but And she didn't say anything to you. Well she was calling to me. And nothing else? Um almost like no, she was just calling my name. She usually mm. does that. That's well, I mean she usually talks as soon as I get there. I told you I usually like sit by her and she talks to me a little bit, and then yeah. falls asleep, and then I wake up. It's been weird for a while. That, like, really bad. Hmm. And the place is, like, deforested and fucked up. And... I just wish I knew where she was. Hmm. Well, I mean... Bunch of deforestation here. Maybe she's close by. Maybe that's why you have sensory overload because you're closer to her. <laughs> I hope so. I'd love um, to find her. Yeah, I will. We'll try to see if we can find her soon while we're here. Mm -hmm. I only slept for two minutes. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> you think you can? <laughs> I mean, you could always try to go back to bed if you can. Uh, I mean, if you need to, you could probably just go on a jog or um, spa it out. I don't think fighting after waking up is a good idea, but I'll take a walk for a second. Okay, you're gonna be okay. Do you need me? Actually, no. Taking Isra is probably not a good idea. No, I'll just uh, get a rest. <laughs> <laughs> we, we Isra is, by the that. way, uh, sleeping on the floor beside Casca. <laughs> she's oh, he's so baby. <laughs> he is very baby. It just he's a very large baby. Um, <laughs> every baby. every dog and wolf is a puppy, and that's the truth. You're yeah. right. Right. Well, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, I'll be okay. I just need a second. Okay. So I'll, you go on your walk, clear your mind. You can't really see the stars from here, it's overcast. But you take a second, and you look at that deforested area, and it's nothing like the one from your dreams. Mm -hmm. You sigh, go back to bed, you clamber in. And the second you close your eyes, you are back. Okay. Like back where he was when he started? In his dreams. Okay. And all then, that continues all night. Casca's <laughs> like, you good, bro? <laughs> Alden's like, okay. You managed to steal a little bit of sleep, but very little. 
how Alden wakes up in the morning, like in the morning, like finally like sits to wake up, and you can see him vibrating. Uh well, when you wake up on you are so unrested that you are in fact fatigued. <laughs> People look at Alden and they're like, Are you okay? Uh, you're tired and can't so much energy. You take a minus one status panel to AC and saving throws. While exploring, you can't choose an exploration activity. Alden's like, I'm fucking sleepy. Um, Let's hope that uh, he doesn't need to do anything today. Anything involving AC or saving throws. Um, So, (laughs) uh, Iker, you are uh, soundly asleep in bed, unaware of anything that's going on, when suddenly you hear a a -a ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Jumps out of bed. Uh, There is someone at the door of the tent. Uh, Quickly gets dressed. Alden is like half falling asleep like on Casca's shoulder. Casca uh, is currently being Alden's uh, walking stick. Usually <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the other way around. Normally it's the other way around. <laughs> this time. This is. Casca, he's heavy. This guy's foot, like. He's heavy. Jesus, Alden, you're built like a fucking brick shithouse. What the hell? Work out. <laughs> I know, but how much a day? <laughs> The time. <laughs> Anytime Alden isn't on screen, he is pumping weights. <laughs> Alden. So when he goes to visit Alden, and there's like, there's like a montage going on, and <laughs> like sweating, working out. In the background, there's Rick with a fucking boombox. <laughs> and that's just uh, how Alden so, lives. <laughs> so, uh, Iker, you open the door, uh, or sort of open the tent. And uh, you see a man. Uh, he is dressed similar to the other uh, Pataxian heralds, except uh, his shitty hat, uh, which is sort of like a beret with a feather in it, with loads of little pins, is green. Uh, and mm. credit where credit is due, he is relatively attractive. Um, mm-hmm. In the sort of like 50-year-old man way. Um, oh, okay. Silver Fox? Uh, no, he's not silver yet. He's more... Uh, oh, what's his name? From uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, he's more Gregory Peck attractive. Mm. Uh, right. And he kind of uh, stands there and he looks you up and down real fast, uh, making a quick judgment of you, uh, before quickly uh, bowing his head and say, Greetings, my friend. Nunzio Arpea. I am the master of ceremonies at the Rush Like Festival Games. Yes. I will be serving as uh, commentator and... Uh, Rules lawyer for everything that goes down. Uh, of course, King Irvetti will be the final judge of everything, but for the most part, I will be your direct interaction with everything that goes on. It is an honor to meet you, and I must express my condolences. Uh, King Irvetti has let me know that you may be a little short of athletes. However, I wish to inform you that uh, there is nothing against the uh, rulers themselves taking part in the games. Good to know. Thank you. Uh, would you like a list of ga- uh, games so that you can assign athletes and uh, performances? Yes, please. All right. Uh, so the four events are uh, an archery contest using longbows, a test of strength using hand axes or great axes, a boasting contest, 
a drunken jousting competition, and a showcase for your kingdom's most impressive creations. Now, could you tell me a little bit about boasting? Boast? Surely, uh, if I am to understand, you are a Pataxian man, my, uh, my lord. Uh, <clears throat> you must know all about the sport of boasting. Uh, Refresh me. The sport of boasting. There's a sport for boasting. There's a sport for scream. The boasting event will take place in the center of the Coliseum. In turn, each contestant is to take to the stage and boast to the audience of one of his greatest accomplishments. Uh, the boast must last for five minutes and consist of a beginning, middle, and end. Where you must introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, you must then uh, impress them with the bulk of the boasts and then wrap it all together with a final performance to put a nice twist on it. Your boasts may be factual or fabrications, whichever serves you best. Alright. This is a sport? He kind of yes. looks over his shoulder and says, Yes, it's a most honorable sport. I agree, agree at that. I know. <laughs> well, by the sounds of it, you're already doing quite well. <laughs> Alden. Yes, Alden, thank you. Alden smiles, um, uh, and he, he, he pats Icar on the shoulder and he's like, Okay. We should have enough people that are actually pretty good for all of this, so. Yep, I think we're good, actually. Well, uh, let me get the names of whoever is signing up for the uh, archery contest. Casca uh, probably almost drops Alden. Ah! Alden but goes, ah! <laughs> but she, but for a, for a split second, but then she, like, she... Continues to help him, and then she hobbles over with all of them, like, yes, hi, hello, I, I can do that. He kind of stares at you for a second. <laughs> and he, like, turns to Icar and says, My lord. She's the best is person. Is she blind? What's wrong? Is she blind, my lord? Oh, is that a problem? Does that matter? No, I was just wondering the wisdom. Uh, you know, no, uh, what is I'm your sorry, name, my I'm sorry, if there's uh, a milady? problem. <laughs> no, I was just uh, questioning the wisdom. What is your name, milady? I'll put you down. Kaska Tanavin. Alright, K-A-S-K-A-T-A-N-A-V-I-N-N. There's no double N. T-A-A-V-I-N-N. Kaska, can you please spell it for him? I can't handle this. It's T-A-N-A-V-I-N. Of course, milady. Thank you very much. <sighs> for the test of strength using hand axes or great axes. Who may I put down for that? Casca looks, looks at Alden. Alden's uh, like, I could do that. <laughs> Probably. Uh, and what is your name, my friend? Alden Felstad. The Kilselon Half-Orc. Alright! Uh, Can you write Alden Felstad? me. The Boasting Contest. Alden is... Oh, no, 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 no. Go no, back. No, 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 no. All right, well, you, you asked You write us, his um, name. A-U-L-D-A-N. Wow. F-E-H-L-A-S-T-A-H-D-H. 
What, what the <laughs> fuck are you getting that from? Where is you asked for it. Name? My name is spelled A L D E N. All right. F E and then the next Felstad is F E L S T A L. Okay. A L D E N F E F E L S T A D. Is that correct? Yeah, Alden Felstad. Alden Fest. Alden Elf. Alden Felstad. Alden. Yes. Well, like you said, A L D E N F E F E F E L S T A D. Wait. No. Hang on. There's no. There's no F E at the end of Alden. Oh, said there was an F E. Alden. Oh my god. Alden's like, listen, man. I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm begging you. All right. He writes your name down, right? Uh, for the boasting contest. Write down Icarity, please. He looks up at you in surprise. My, my, you must be uh, confident in your abilities. I am. Thank you. Well, and he writes it down. Uh, he writes it down perfectly because he's <laughs> He writes it down perfectly. Uh, the drunken jousting. That's a... Glory Hot Brigade. Yeah. Do I need to give you each individual names? Well, there will only be one jouster. It was a uh, Darissa. Darissa, right? Yeah. Darissa. Darissa Gloryheart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting to see her returning. Returning? Why, she used to be one of Dynamax competitors. Quite good, she was. Oh, that's why she wants to be Dynamax. She was all set to be the winner a couple of years ago before. Well, she had a falling out with some friends, we shall say. Now, Darissa Gloryheart. Well, yes, indeed. Thank you. Uh, and this will be our first event. Uh, it's less an event and more of a showcase. Uh, what is it that you wish to showcase? That would be our... That's a... Something that's a... that brings forward uh, the most... The greatest innovations of your kingdom. She kind of brings brings both of her boys together and she says... Isn't that a crony thing? Yes. Like, that's yep. a crony thing, um, right? Okay. We're going to be showing off um, all in his, like, yeah. And he turns to um, the guy and he's like, uh, we're showcasing our Fangberry wine. Uh, um, Mayor Wine? It's not just a wine. Alden says this with, like, confidence because it's his favorite thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's Casket's too. She's he, like, kind of raised an eyebrow and says, well, I'll put it down for you, my friend. I shall put it down for you. Um, and he writes a fangberry wine. All right. Uh, the first showcase. I hated the way you said that. <laughs> You're the funniest person in the world. What did I do? What did I do? A fangberry wine. A fangberry wine. God. I'm surprised I could. <laughs> I'm glad you like this character's voice. This is why we're getting married. It's just kind of wild to me that he would say it like that. He, that it's, I'm just imagining him writing it like that on the paper. Oh, a God. fang. He it's just like, a fang, a berry, a wine. Stop, please. I beg you. Uh, he says, this will be the first event before the uh, archery competition. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll need to prepare everything. 
Uh, there will this will take place at midday. Uh, the archery competition will take place at two p.m. Fucking <laughs> hell! Is there something wrong, my lord? No, because I didn't say that in character. It's very funny. It sounds it's like so it sounds. Funny. It sounds like a guy who's speaking through a microphone in the forties. Oh. oh, trust me. <laughs> You will understand why I'm doing this voice very soon. I know. Oh, okay. Is it because he's going to announce everything? <laughs> You'll see. Um, <laughs> Alright. So, uh, he nods and says, uh, Don't be late! And uh, he turns and walks away. Oh, and he's, he turns back and okay. says, I remember. Dice will roll return after these messages. Shut the fuck up. 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 <laughs> I fucking hate you. Die. <laughs> Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Woo! It's been a busy week, everyone. Uh, with Thanksgiving and, uh, well, I've got my deadline week. We've been really flat out. You're lucky you got an episode. But you know what? I did it anyway because I love you all. <laughs> Alright, let's get right to it. Uh, start off by thanking our Patreon supporters. Anna Maria, Andrew Perkins, Archfighter, Casey Korn, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, John the Book Hoarder, Jordan, King Anything, Leon, Mikey, Paige Headington, Felicia, Roxy, Sierra, Sonia, SS66Seeker, Cynical Spinstress, Triceratops, Tyler, and Valerie. Mwah! Love you guys so much. Um, it's become a habit for me to kiss you guys. I think, you know what? Oh, I'm into it. I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, and uh, thank you to Mikey. Uh, I do notice you changed your uh, Patreon name. I have to assume it's because I absolutely butchered the pronunciation each time. Um, I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, but for real, let's get right to it. I know why you're here. You know why you're here. You want to hear about uh, our giveaway. And yes, we have uh, we ran the raffle and we have a winner. And the winner is, drumroll please, it is Twitter user Jingle Raccoon at, uh, at who tweeted this. Uh, so, Jingle Raccoon, <laughs> we will be getting you a copy of, of the Kingmaker CRPG, plus uh, some sweet merch in no time at all. Oh, but Derry, I didn't win. Well, don't you worry, friend. Uh, if you guys, if we get more people uh, supporting us on Patreon and helping us out on uh, by, like, you know, listening to ads or sharing this or telling friends to help us, you know, earn more money from the show, we will absolutely do this again. We really liked doing this giveaway. It was really fun. And you know what? I think it'd be really great for us to do more giveaways. Maybe we won't give away uh, Kingmaker, but we've got other stuff we could give away. Dice towers, rule books, who knows? It really is. It depends on, you know, what kind of stuff you guys want. Uh, so yeah, help us, you know, do more of these competitions by spreading the word, leaving us those iTunes reviews. Uh, so finally, some new content is going to be going up on the Patreon today, by the way. Uh, like I said, we were going to have it up last week, but then last week, everything kind of happened at once. Um, so we are putting up Blooper Reel uh, number four. Uh, it's another long one. It's, I think, bordering on 40 minutes long. 
Yeah, we had a lot of bloopers, boys. There was a, <laughs> there was a lot of them. Um, <laughs> we're also going to be putting up uh, the character sheets. Uh, the kingdom upkeep thing hasn't been updated quite yet. We will get that to you some point this week, hopefully. Uh, alongside the uh, character sheets, which will be going up today. Uh, same for the uh, Behind the Rolls episode 5, which I can now tell you does contain Ritz telling us some wild-ass facts about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. There's a character called Funny Valentine, and he's the president of the fucking United States of America, and he's hunting for the body parts of Jesus Christ? <laughs> um, that'll be going up on the Patreon ASAP, uh, literally as soon as it is edited, uh, it, that'll be going up. Thank you for being very patient with that. Um, anyway, uh, make sure to enjoy the rest of the episode, everyone. Uh, I'm a big fan of this one. I did some cool sound editing. Tell me if you guys like it, because, like, I'll, you'll, you'll know when you get to it. I might do it more in the future. Um, but for now, enjoy the rest of the episode, everyone. And above all else, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, David, my darling, my dearest, my beloved best bro in the whole world. Okay, yes, Ritz, yes. Have you heard of this thing called RPG League? Uh, I don't think so. What is it? Well, it's this incredible tabletop RPG service that's bringing the industry together with phenomenal tournaments and prizes. They even have this super cool leaderboard. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on, Ritz. Are you telling me that I can finally just crush you in TTRPG? You think you can withstand my incredibly powerful and amazing dungeons with your puny little dice? Huh? Yes. Don't make me laugh! <laughs> well, anyway, do they rate all the tabletop RPG games? Like, like D&D, uh, Pathfinder, Palladium, White Wolf, and I don't know, Star Wars? Uh, yeah, duh. Go and check out their Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, Instagram, or Google+. Or their new website, which is coming soon at www.rpgleague.com. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Alden turns to everybody and he's like, So? We should let Crowley know that it's time for him to also brag. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's his time to shine. You know, it was either him or me for the boasting competition. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Oh. But I think he's probably a little well suited on the innovation part. He really wants to show off his wine. <laughs> I need to wake uh, up. <laughs> okay. Like, Are you guys uh, gonna go tell Crowley? Yeah. Alden, yeah. Alden yes. brings his, his 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 boy and girl. 
friend of well, platonic like casca brings him over yeah there, it's like, true you know? alden like grabs him and he starts to walk and then he's like i'm tired <laughs> Iker helps them along uh you guys uh manage to uh, navigate your way through here uh Teon finds you pretty quickly, Casca, and he kind of lunges on you, and he's like, It's the day for the games! That, yes, Tay, it's the games day. Casca, um, are you going to watch the games? More like I'm going to be part of one of them. You're going to be in the games? <laughs> yes, Tay. Which one? Be part- the archery one. He's, he stops and he kind of looks at you. I can I can under I can I can sense your silence and I know that I'm blind but I can do it I put an arrow through the eye of a lich with one of my bows Alden is like is is like Tay she's awesome Mm -hmm. she's awesome at archery no I know she can do it I'm just like really impressed yeah she's you're so cool Casca and he kind of like starts cracking at you you're so cool can we go get Susan I knew that you were gonna ask for something. <laughs> Alden's like, Alden's like, I like him. I, I think, oh, I know you would. I, I think I'm gonna buy him sweets. <laughs> you can uh, do that, and you can tell my mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so uh, you guys, uh, I'll kind of like waddle over to Crowley, who is currently uh, deadlifting two barrels of, uh, sorry. Yeah, two barrels of wine over his shoulders. It's like, Jesus. Evening, fellas! Are y'all ready for a great day? I'm gonna be patching up my tent soon to start selling these. Hey. Okay, out of character thing, can I just say? Yeah? Fuck yes. That's really hot, right? <laughs> Fuck which? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, hey, Crowley. He is a very attractive man. He's so hot. Yeah! Guess what? What can I do for you, lads? We need you. And your wine, uh, specifically. You can't, you can't pause this. I'm hoping to sell my wine today. I don't know. What do you need? Oh, well, you're going to sell in a different way, buddy. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we need you to showcase your wine to the entire festival. What? In the games. What? This will be the best advertising you've ever got. Wait, Stick what? With How? Us? What? Well, it's, it's okay. Calm down. No freaking out, right? Alright. I'm a Keep stoic it. man. Keep <laughs> it calm, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, we need you to do this because we do not have anyone else to do this. And you are also right. one of our proudest achievements. Okay, what am I doing? It's through the Kingdom Showcase, so... Keeping it chill, right? (laughs) Keeping it calm. Crowley, are you gonna cry? Keeping it together. (laughs) He does start crying. No, Crowley, please. Alden hands him an embroidered hanky with his phone. He can't hold it because he's still deadlifting those barrels. Alden, put them down, put them down, put them down. He's crying with two barrels over, like, one over each shoulder. Is it out of joy? Pain? Yes, joy. Okay, thank God. You want me to. To represent the kingdom at the yes. Rushlight Festival? Yeah. Why oh. wouldn't we? <gasps> Curly, I I could probably dare say that your wine is probably like the best innovation that we've ever had You're in the kingdom. Correct about that. 
he, like, Iker puts his hands on Crowley's shoulders and he's like, Crowley, your wine is the best wine I've had in my entire fucking life. <laughs> I believe in you more than anyone. I'm actually crying. Holy shit. Are you okay? I got two I got two into character. Like, I'm actually wiping There's a reason why we frequent eyes. your tavern specifically, and it, it's... Oh my god. Ah, one, fuck. because you're awesome, and two, your wine's awesome. The only tavern I go to, dude. Told you. He kind of puts the things down and looks over you guys. He's not as tall as Iker or Alden, but he is twice as, like, chunky. Like, he's a tick. Oh, he's stocky. He's a stocky Big boy. Man. This is, he is a barrel himself. And he looks at you oh, and says... Hey. I will make you all proud. You're the only one who can, Crowley. <laughs> We're counting on you. Crowley, we all believe in you. What do we do? Well, um, it's at, it's at noon. It's 11 yes. now. Okay, well, we need to, um... <laughs> Get ready. Get your... Uh, I, don't have any, I don't have any fancy clothes to wear. Oh, fuck. Um... I'd offer some of mine, but we are not the same size. I'm just mm. muscle. Uh, if if only you had maybe like a stage you could use, like uh, some something that you could use to. Icker lights up. Alden's like, <laughs> like, man, I'm sorry, I don't have any clothes for you. Oh, Icker well, casts. Go my... No, 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 no! You stay there. What's up? And Icker pulls out a pocket stage. Icker. What's up? It's a little, you've got a little box oh. there. Icker. And he puts it on the ground. Are you sure you should do that here? Yes. <laughs> what? Iker, doesn't it get like? Are, is that gonna get big? Are you gonna kill us? Oh wait, no. Hold on. <laughs> 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 um. And <laughs> so uh, he he uh, shows it to Crowley, and he's like, Crowley. This is a pocket stage. Are we allowed to put that up there? We're allowed to do anything. I'll right? do whatever the fuck I want. I'm a king. Oh. Um, oh. Damn. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you just said. Your balls grew so large they started covering my ears. <laughs> <laughs> damn right they did. Um, it grows into a... Okay. Yes, like my balls. It grows into a modest stage that's about... 20 feet wide, 15 feet deep. And inside of it, there's clothes uh, that are fancy. Iker bought this between book one and two and then never had a chance to use it. <laughs> now is the time to give this man clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys head down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Crowley uh, takes as much as he can. Uh, I'll you probably help him. Yeah. Asuka, you can probably help him too. Like, you're a strong girl. You can, like, pick up some barrels. Uh, she was a farm girl, and under all that armor and, like, baggy clothes, she actually probably does either have a six-pack or at least muscle. I heard, I'd, I'd say Casca has a six-pack. I heard that Casca yeah. has an eight-pack. I heard Casca's fucking ripped. I heard that she's <laughs> shredded. shredded. <laughs> uh, she might be short in the king's eyes, but... God damn, she could probably bench press him. Uh, so <laughs> you guys uh, are all, like, you all, like, make your way to the stage. Uh, you plop it down, which does get, like, a raised eyebrow from Nunzio, but, like, when it unfolds, he's like, oh, amazing! So, like, you're you're good. 
Yeah. Uh, you can see crowds are starting to uh, come around. Uh, and it looks like the others all do have, like, not pocket stages, but, like, other things set up for each of them. Uh, Crelly, I put some sexy things in there. Pick out okay. whatever you want to wear. I'll do my best. Have to make myself proud. This is the closest I've ever been to, you know, well, what I was originally gonna be before all this came down. What, what were you gonna be? I'll tell you my cool backstory afterwards. Okay. Yeah, save it for later, stud. <laughs> stud. So, uh... I mean... All the uh, kingdoms start preparing. Uh, the order of appearances is Daggermark, Mivon, uh, Tymon, uh, Kilsella, and Patax. Of course, yeah, Patax the, goes fucking last. Save the best for last, huh? Uh, so, uh... Are you allowed to heckle? <laughs> no, you can't heckle. You can certainly Just try. asking for a friend. Don't. <laughs> I think I- Iker be Iker is like I- Iker being like, can I heckle? And Walden and Casca are both like, why would you do that? Don't do that. So uh, the games, the thing begins. Uh, Nunzio uh, kind of like steps out and he takes out like a little wand and he taps it, and suddenly his voice is amplified. And he says, Our greetings, of people of the Rush Light Festival. Welcome to the 22nd Annual Rush Light Tournament. And everyone's like, yeah. He gestures out to the royal uh, watching box, uh, which Aker, Alden, and Castle, you are all sat in, along with uh, all the different dignitaries of the different uh, kingdoms. Uh, seeing at the very top is uh, Iroveti. Uh, who is sitting in a throne of gold above you all. Uh, it's kind of pyramid-shaped. You guys are towards mm. the bottom. He's up towards the very top. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, Great King Giravetti of the Tax! Would, like Would you like to begin, begin the ceremonies? Giravetti stands up and uh, clears his throat. And he says, Nobles, countrymen, I welcome you to what I hope shall be the greatest Rushlight Festival there ever was. I look forward to seeing the best efforts of all nations, new and old. And what better way to start with the Kingdom Showcase? Back to you. And uh, Nunzio kind of like nods as everybody's sitting and just like <laughs> for for everybody. Um, and Nunzio turns and says, "All right, starting from the first one, uh, Daggermark, oldest and most successful of the River Kingdoms." Uh, and there's a there's you know a golf clap. Is present your item. Uh, um. So, uh, a, the woman who stands up is, uh, Lady Quintessa, uh, May, the woman that you met from, uh, before in, uh, Fort Drelev mm-hmm. wow. with yeah. the purple clothes and the very purple lipstick. And, uh, she stands up and, uh, there are a few other people and it looks kind of like an alchemical lab. And, uh, Quintessa kind of like gestures a hand and says... Dagamak is a city uh, uh, ruled by two main guilds. 
the Thievery Guild, and the Poisoner's Guild. God. It is for this reason that we have teamed up our two greatest forces to bring to you Tears of Debt! Uh, she pulls out a black vial. Uh, and this, uh, she kind of like, uh, gestures. And, uh, she calls, uh, out and says, Bring in the target creature. Uh, and out from, uh, the menagerie comes the Wendigo. Uh, oh. Alden sort of. Uh, and the Wendigo is very docile. Uh, however, people are like, whoa, when it comes out. Uh, and she pulls out uh, some meat and uh, pours the vial onto the meat. And there's, as it does, like this green smoke hisses out. Uh, and the meat is brought over to the Wendigo. Uh, and she sort of narrates, Tears of debt are among the most powerful of alchemical poisons. Distilled from extracts of five other deadly poisons in just the right ratios. Uh, the Wendigo eats. And for a minute, nothing happens. But then something does happen. The Wendigo suddenly freezes up. Its eyes glass over. And you can see it is paralyzed. And it takes 18d6 damage. And then, a few moments later, it body, its body twitches again. It takes 25d6 damage. And then it twitches again a minute later. And after 30d6 extra damage. Which is a total of... Uh, 50, one second. What's 55 plus 18? Uh... 73 d6 damage and total paralysis. The Wendigo suddenly goes limp and falls to the floor, already experiencing rigor mortis. People go fucking wild. Uh, you can see that uh, the two uh, ogres from before, the brothers Oka, are all wheeling away, and you can see some uh, necromantic magic being cast. People fucking love it. Uh, you can see Irovetti like nodding solemnly, like yeah, nice. Of course he's like. Uh, he kind of, uh, Nuncio kind of like grins and says, "Well done, Dagamak, entering a poison for the fifteenth year in a row and blowing the crowds away." God, they really don't have much anything original, huh? Oh. My God. That's so funny. The concept of them being like. Poison number 13. Okay. This one? This time? Before it was fucked up, but now it's just funny. <laughs> like, it's still fucked up, but now it's, it's like, it is it's still fucked, fucked up, up. But it's hilarious that they don't do anything way. else. They're like, we will kill people better. Yeah. <laughs> Each year. God. For uh, 15 years, we've been so, improving uh, how to murder. <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, now, now, give it up give it for, for Grolton! And uh, Grolton, which is the uh, kingdom which is suffering and trying very hard to survive and would very much so like some money, please, <laughs> uh, stands up. And the man here is a little less impressive looking than uh, Quintessa. 
Uh, and he holds up a shield, and he says, uh, "Yo, this is a dry, this is an arrow catching shield." And people are like, "Wow, someone shoot me with an arrow!" And like one of the wardens kind of like nudges a herald over, and the herald like, Ugh. the herald pulls an arrow back and like just shoots it, and the arrow. Uh, actually, it, he wasn't aiming for this guy. The arrow does curve midair to hit the shield, though. Oh, shit. Holy shit. And, uh... Okay. The guy is like, Yeah! <laughs> and then, uh, the, the herald does it again, and it happens again. He's like, Yeah! Oh, fuck! Oh! Mm, fuck! And you can see the, sh- the arrow did pierce through his shield and get him a little bit. They're trying. Mm. And there is like a very awkward clap, and it's like, yeah, it's arrow catching shield. <laughs> Please sponsor Grot, and like he's <laughs> he's dragged away. Can you some improvement? This is a lot. Uh, Grolton is not doing well. They can't really afford Grolton much more. Is just no. us. Damn. Pies that are sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Next, Next in the order, order is Mivon. Uh, he steps out and he's wearing a blindfold. Oh. And uh, all of you look at it. Everyone make me a will save real fast. Okay. Uh, Even if... Ca- well, no, Cassia, you, you actually can't see. You are immune to visual effects. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <your power. laughs> I rolled. <laughs> Even though I will say the 37. <laughs> I rolled a that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what happens is... Uh, Hero point. Most of the crowd goes, ah! When they see it. Um, Iker, you're fine. Uh, Kasky, yeah, you don't know what's going on. What's but going on? Uh, Alden, you fucking jump out of your seat and start fucking bolting. You like clamber down the aisles and you're getting out of here. No way, dude. That's fucking scary as hell. It's a blindfold. You don't know what's going on, but it fucking scares the shit. You're out of here. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just oh, a blindfold, dude. Carly doesn't even. This is the dread blindfold. Okay. When tired over your eyes, this ragged strip of black linen gives you good intimidation and dark vision. Uh, and you can see through the blindfold with Ooh. dark vision. Um, Iroveti kind of clears his throat uh, and starts muttering to like one of the others. Uh, and uh, he kind of like... I don't know, once per day I can uh, cast Phantasmal Killer using this blindfold. Observe. Oh my and, uh, god. Irovetti holds up a hand and says, No, no, I don't like this one. Holy I don't shit. like this one. Holy shit. Irovetti was also a fucking scared. assassination <laughs> attempt. Casca was... kind of like, like shifts Alden, in her seat. Alden like, comes back like and he's it. like, <clears throat> I don't know, kind of fascinating. Alden's like, <clears throat> I'm not afraid anymore. Uh, Casca <laughs> puts uh, a hand on his shoulder. He says, "Can you turn off the fear effect? Like the whole everyone seeing you and like." Ah. Are you afraid? No, no, I can't turn it off. It's oh, it's just power of the blindfold. <laughs> uh, you can see he isn't afraid, but he saw everyone else screaming, and a few people get up and run. He saw Holden running. He's like, "Okay, that's enough." Which again, 
I want to call out that this specifically does say that the first time a particular creature sees you in a day, it must attempt a DC 37 will save or be frightened. This is an emotion, fear, and mental effect, and your allies only become oh, immune to it after about a week. They're still afraid of him. <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god. That's so funny. Um, I want to make a character with that. Casca. Uh, Casca wants well, it. Casca's going to approach this guy afterwards. He's like, I need it. It's like, you said that... Can I can I actually see with it, even if it's like not dark vision? Can I still see? Yes, this thing would give you basically vision through it, <laughs> but it's only dark vision. That's fine. It's not true vision. It's basically like seeing through Isra's eyes. That's that is just okay. Um, <laughs> I can still so see. So fucking cool. Uh, all right, all right give, give it up give for it up. and like uh, he like looks up at Irvetti and Irvetti puts his thumb down and says. Next, 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 next one. one. Casca like claps to herself. So, Mivon is kind of like booed off stage. That was cool. Um, now it is Timon's turn. That was the only turn. cool one. Honestly, yeah. You don't think 70, 76 D six damage is cool? I thought it was too funny. Cool? From Dagger Mark, it's from Dagger Mark. It's it like was, it was really yeah. fucked up. <laughs> but I think that it got it just became funny as soon as you said that it's the thirteenth year in a row because fifteenth year in a row. Because that, is, that means that they sit around a, a boardroom at some point and I'll go, okay, how can we kill people this year? <laughs> it just became, I got it just it. became a meme. Poison. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, so, some, uh, a dwarf walks out from Tymon and he is wearing full gladiator armor. Uh, and he holds up a sturdy steel head of a... a amazing warhammer which is shaped like a blazing comet it is on fire and also electricity mm. sparks from it this guy uh, holds up his hand and says this is the sky hammer this is time on uh he gestures out and a uh, little rabbit is brought onto the stage no. oh no. no no stop stop it stop and he gives the rabbit a little kiss. And uh, then the rabbit is set free. And everyone's like, yay. Cool. And, uh, then a zombie is brought onto the stage. Alright, good. Oh, okay, okay. Thank God. I can deal with this. Uh, and the zombie is kind of shackled. And it's like... I can forgive and, uh, undead cruelty. Okay. Uh, and uh, he kind of wheels his hammer back and says... Witness the power of the Skyhammer! And uh, he smacks the zombie right in the skull. And the last thing you see before the zombie's skull is, you know, sort of imploded by the force of this hammer is an explosion. Because there's a sudden explosion of fire around him. Like, he's literally enveloped in flames. <gasps> Including the wielder. Like, there's, it's like a fucking nuclear bomb goes uh... off in miniature. That's so like, you know in YouTube poops, when someone, like, smacks something and then, like, boom! Or your Spongebob, when, like, you hit something and then suddenly the bikini bottom Fucking bombings go off. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he is enveloped in flame and vanishes. Uh, God. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, when the smoke clears, he is standing there. There isn't a zombie oh. anymore. Okay. <laughs> God. He is looking perfectly fine, says... Anytime I crit with this hammer, 
I cast a six-level arcane fireball spell as a reaction. <laughs> this is a sturdy steelhead plus tree major striking flaming shock or a calcum warhammer. Mm -hmm. I am the coolest. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, he's right. Ooh. He is pretty cool, actually. That is very cool, in fairness. Yeah, to be fair, he is pretty fucking sick. Pretty fucking epic. <laughs> uh, he goes, uh, he's, he goes off stage, and everyone's like, yeah. Uh, and Nunzu is like, our grand entry from, uh, from Timon with a spectacular sky hammer. What next shall they bring to their gladiatorial goods? Uh, and then he says, now, our latest entry, the brand new kingdom of Kilsella. They come here very, uh, for the first time to the Rush Like Kingdoms. Everyone, give it up! Uh, uh, Yay! comes out and he's wearing some really nice armor. Like, this bitch really knows nice. what he wants. Oh shit. Uh, he's, it's like, there's brown leather, there's, uh, some flares of gold, and he sort of, like, grins and waves, and he is, again, deadlifting two barrels of wine. And he puts them down. And he says, This is Fangberry wine! It is the best wine in the Stolen Lands! That's true. Very true. I heard it was very true. Uh, people are like looking. You hear something? Is, this, is it just one? Oh god. Just, uh, and then uh, you hear uh, the Lord of Daggermark uh, open his mouth and say, "I would like to try some of this wine." And says, "Of course, I couldn't have uh, I couldn't have it without a tasting test." And uh, he fills a little glass, and. Uh, then he reconsiders, downs the glass of wine, plugs the barrel, deadlifts it, crouches, and then leaps into the audience. Crowley? Uh, <gasps> he stops just before uh, this guy, who kind of like raises an eyebrow at him, uh, and Crowley uh, grins, sets it down, takes a new glass, uh, and pours some out for him. And uh, the Lord of Daggermark. This is really good. This is really good. <laughs> and then, like the mayor of uh, Timon is like, "Can I? Can I try something?" Like, yes, yes, of course. And uh, <laughs> 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 and a little tasting test that's going on. And like, murmurs are going to the crowd. They like it. It looks really good. This is some good wine. God damn. And, uh, eventually Irovechi kind of, like, raises an eyebrow and gestures for him to bring some over. Irovechi sips. And his expression tells you all he is, unfortunately, really fucking impressed. This is the best <laughs> wine he's ever had and he's angry about it. Good. Uh, <laughs> he exhales and says, I must admit... This wine is truly impeccable. I can find absolutely no fault. 
The body is good. The aroma is overwhelmingly positive. And it has just the right sweetness. I must give my... I must say I am very impressed. And Crowley's like... <laughs> Keep it together, man. Keep it together, man. <laughs> Two kings like my wine. <laughs> uh, I'm true to royal uh, uh, box. Everyone's like, oh, this is good wine. Uh, and he turns and says, We shall be selling this all day! And a few people from the crowd say, I don't get some of this fucking wine. And Crowley mm. has stars in his eyes. Mm. Uh, and uh, Nunzio kind of looks around and he says, Well, um, I, believe I believe that's, that's Kilsala! And I was like, Yeah, that's Kilsala. Give me some of this fucking wine. All of them strokes his chin and he's like, <laughs> I knew it'd be fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has definitely got the most uh, a heartfelt reaction. Like a lot of it's like, ooh, but it's like, oh, fuck yeah. This is like, oh, oh this, is, this is a tangible thing that we can have. Yeah, yeah. Not this isn't this something that is. this isn't something that will literally cost me like thousands of gold. I can have this, this for a few. Th that's pretty yeah. kill salad of us. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. Honestly, is. Uh, lastly. Uh, it is Patax's turn. Ooh. Oh boy. Uh, so, Patax's stall is relatively small. There is a little stall, and uh, a man stands in front of it and says, uh, People of the Rush Light Festival, allow me to introduce myself. I am Kenohi Hao, and these are my greatest inventions. And he pulls off the tarp, and inside you see a man. But this man is wearing, at first you assume he is wearing armor all over his body. But you recognize that, hey... No, that is his body. Oh. Sticking from his back, you see a long key. And the man stands up and slowly turns his head back and forth. And you, Iker, realize that this is not an android. It is a clockwork machine. That's a whole ass man. That fucking thing pays taxes. What do you mean it's a machine? Machines can pay taxes. Uh, you can tell that this thing is literally a clockwork <laughs> construct. Uh, and uh, this Kanohi guy says, Behold! A clockwork man capable of uh, actions and reasoning on his own. Say, good afternoon, uh, Rushlight Festival. And uh, the... Automaton kind of jolts and then opens its mouth and says, Good afternoon, Rushlight Festival. <sighs> and everyone goes silent because they're like, What the fuck? Holy shit, that's a whole ass man. <laughs> that's a whole and, ass uh, man. You hear like the Lord of Grotten being like, Surely there's some magic involved. And says, No, no. And he uh, gestures a uh, wizard over, and the wizard is like wearing a long blue pointed hat and a long grey beard, and he waves <laughs> his fingers. 
And okay, Merlin. he casts Dispel Magic. And the machine turns back to him and just raises a hand and says, Good afternoon, Rushlight Festival. No magic! This creature has been created painstakingly uh, more intricate than a golem. More puzzling than a regular construct. These clockwork men are made from the advancements of metal and metal alone. Using clockwork uh, programming and scientific advancement, we have been able to create a creature which looks and acts as a man, but is truly made without any magic. Can you say anything else? Who knows? Uh, do, you, do you want to ask that out? You, like, other people have asked things. Like of what the... about... Can he say anything else? And he turns back and he says, Clockwork man, what do you say to the nice man? Good afternoon, Rushlight Festival. That's what I thought. <laughs> and Casca can't sense anything? No, this guy is... He's telling the truth. There's no magic involved. Yeah. Casca's mm. like... Damn, okay. I can't see the act. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, God damn it. I'm so mad. I can't even use this or all. <laughs> uh, and as he kind of like uh, turns, he pulls out and there's like a mechanic, like there's a clockwork songbird, which tweets a little bit. Uh, and as it does, it starts playing up like a wind up box inside it. And like, it starts like music echoes from it. And uh, the clockwork uh, automaton kind of jolts up and starts doing a little bit of a dance. Uh, mm. But w- something you do notice, Nicker, is that as much as you like to, like, wish it was shit, this thing does seem to be almost sentient. Like, when the bird whizzes past it, it doesn't seem so, but, like, when the w- bird whizzes past it, it pulls its head back and, like, gets out of the way. Hmm. Damn it. Um, and, uh,. That gets some applause, mostly from Irovetti, who's like, <laughs> "Jolly yes. good." Yeah, you would. I'm <laughs> biased. Um, but regardless, uh, there's a load of cheers, and uh, Nunzio says, "Hand with death, everyone. everyone! This, this was, was the, the Kingdom, Kingdom Showcase, showcase. The, best the best and brightest of all the goods of the River Kingdoms." This shall not be counting towards the games themselves. As such, we shall not be ranking these victories. However, we uh, invite you all to uh, to study these goods further and approach with offers if you so wish to. And with that, people start to disperse. You see, Crowley is still like giving wine to uh, the kings who are paying him not with gold or silver but with platinum and he's like <gasps> oh my god the boy's gonna be rich Crowley's like I'm g- Crowley, Crowley essentially is gonna be like I'm gonna make the fucking tavern look so fucking epic <laughs> uh, he kind of like stumbles over to you guys at some point and says fellas mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Yes, Crowley. I've succeeded. I've done oh, it. We are so fucking <laughs> proud of you, bro. You did I very never... well. You uh... listen, fellas. I need. 
I'll give you my backstory now. You deserve Thank it. Thank you, I've been waiting. <laughs> I, this was not my, I never intended to come to kill Sela. That was a last ditch thing for me. I was supposed to go to the White Rose Abbey. Oh. It's a, uh, it was an abbey of, uh, clerics of Caden Kale, and I was to become a champion myself. We're gonna become a champion? Oh. A liberator of Kale. Oh, shit, that's, that, oh. that, oh. holy fuck. But it was not to be, uh... A few days... The the White Rose Abbey was... It made some of the best wine in all the land. Truly impeccable stuff. Some whispered that there was magic involved and they had a spring of perfect water which they could make the most powerful and potent alcohol as well as potions and everything. But only a few weeks before I was to go... The Abbey was attacked by bandits, and all its people were slaughtered. I'm so sorry. Oh. That's where the I... booze came from. What booze? The booze that the bandits had. <laughs> Killed the people. Maybe. All those times ago. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's full circle. <laughs> and he sighs and says, I would have loved to go to White Rose Abbey, but they were the only ones who were ready to take me in. I sometimes wish I could go back and live in that sweet, isolated monastery where all that happened was brewery and adventure. But when Kilsella sprung up, I thought perhaps this was time for me to do something myself. And boys, you've proved me right. Thank you. Boys in Casca, you've proved me right. <laughs> uh, one second, and he pulls something out, and uh, he's got something for you all. Oh. Oh. So it's, it's not much, but hopefully it'll do you something. Uh, and he gives you a Bravo's Brew, uh, level 15. Oh. Uh, this flask of foaming beer grants courage. For the next hour after drinking this elixir, you gain an item bonus to will saves, which is greater when attempting will saves against fear. So, for an hour after you drink this beer, you will have a plus four, uh, plus three will save bonus, or a plus four against beer, uh, fear, and uh, if you success on a save against fear, you get a critical success instead. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Okay. He says, it's the least I can do. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Thank if you, you Crowley. I'm going to go back to some beer to the fucking Lord of Daggermark. Get fucking loaded. <laughs> Chase that fucking paper. That I shall. <laughs> and with that, he turns and rushes back into the crowd, and there's a cheer of, Yeah, beer! I mean, yeah, wine. <laughs> oh my god. Love that. Yeah, man. wine! <laughs> uh, you guys are on your own for a second. Someone's like, Yeah, that went well. That went awesome. I'm glad that everyone can that recognize good fucking well. alcohol. It's probably the best it could have gone. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Let's keep this energy. Um, well, that won't yeah. be hard, considering Casca. You're right. Casca, <laughs> you're fucking amazing. Um, oh, man. When they see a blind girl go in and hit and uh, hit a target, that will be quite interesting. Make sure to let everyone know that you're blind before you hit the target dead on. 
Oh, they'll. I'll, oh, they'll I'll see walk it. you out there and uh, play it up. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you do see, by the way, we the other uh, the other people, uh, the people who showed up. All of them except uh, the guy with the dread blindfold are still selling. The guy with the dread blindfold is currently sitting in the corner, going "oh" to himself. I liked his blindfold. I didn't I did like too. it. I was actually really interested in that. <laughs> I know you didn't Should like it. All, it's okay. <laughs> It's okay well, to be afraid sometimes, bro. I'm here for you, bro. I'll hold you in my big bro. arms, bro. bro. <laughs> we are embracing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna no, go wait, talk don't to leave him. me. You, you want love from Casca? Mm -hmm. KK, are you going up? She wants yes. this fucking <laughs> thing. Uh... <laughs> Casca, you stand over him, and he's like, oh, in the corner, kind of like sitting on his ass and holding the blindfold. No, I kind of thought he was a bit of a stick in the mud when he said that yours wasn't really all that good. I found it really interesting. Oh, well, um, I, I know, but I, I suppose maybe threatening to use Phantasmal Killer was a bad idea. <laughs> Pretty ballsy, that's for sure. You... Did make quite a statement with that, but. I wasn't trying to make a statement. Wait, who was he gonna cast it on? <laughs> Were you gonna cast it on anyone to test I that out? I haven't that far. <laughs> right. Of course. Um. Well, um. I know that the other kingdoms are selling their stuff. What about. You. Oh, I don't know if you want this. It's it's no good. I mean, the intimidation effect. Um, the fact mm. that I could probably see with dark vision. As you know, sir, I am blind. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> just it was interesting, and I I would be willing to you know actually pay for that if I have enough gold at least. Well, but... um for a dread blindfold, I'll give it to you a discount because I don't want it. I don't like it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um. But, but it costs, I guess 13,000 gold. Casca coughs because she knows her funds and she is like Do you need help? 600 down? Yeah, because she has like Almost 8,000 silver. Casca thinks about it for a second. She's like... Okay. So I don't have the money for it right now. But I'm still willing to pay for it at some point when I do have that money. Okay. Okay. I'll be here until the end of the festival. And then I'm gonna go home and cry. I... <sighs> For what it's worth, your invention really is nice. It really is cool. Thanks. And it's very oh, useful in battle. It's a cursed item and everyone's afraid of it. <laughs> it's useful in battle, though. Like... <laughs> oh. It's supposed to help the It's supposed to help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making everyone scared of this? It's, it's going... Well, it's going to help me when I'm in a fight. If I want to intimidate someone, then it's going to work. You're going to kill... You're going to scare everybody. <laughs> to all these screams. <laughs> Trying to help the blind by giving them one free chance to kill someone each day. 
Um, <laughs> the plane should be more powerful. So, uh, none of you are interested in the other actions? Alden? I mean, the like, hammer? I liked that, like, hammer, but Alden doesn't... Would you like I mean, to go talk to the guy with the hammer? Alden doesn't use a hammer, though. Like, he uses swords. But would you like to... But you, you are proficient in it. Would you like to go check it out? Yeah. You're a fighter. You're proficient in fucking everything. <laughs> I'm used to not being a fighter still. <laughs> yeah, okay. sure. Okay. You literally have... Okay. You approach the guy and he looks up at you and says, 50,000 gold. <gasps> oh, holy I, shit. I wanted to like, tell you that your thing was cool, but sure. All right. See ya. 50,000 gold. Um, walks away. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's a level I'll, twenty I'll, item. It's just like, see ya, man. Oh, your shit's cool. <laughs> then Alden, Alden, Alden God. goes up to um to Crowley and he's like, "Give me wine." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, have a few, like you have about an hour and a half until the next competition. Uh, you do see like that clockwork man clicking and clacking, but you could also go check stuff out. Which is the next one, archery? Uh, the next one is archery. Cool. Okay, so okay. Well, we could probably like we could probably look around, right? Yeah. So I think she just takes out her. Uh... Nah, she wants she wants Kilsel to look impressive. She takes out the oath. <laughs> she takes that out and she starts um, making sure the string's all good and mm -hmm. she just while they're walking she just does bow maintenance <laughs> yeah you start stringing up your bow and it looks great um, just <laughs> a blind woman walking through the streets you do catch bow. a you do catch a few looks from she that she doesn't notice but um, Icar <laughs> yeah she doesn't she literally cannot notice um, as you are kind of looking around, uh, you see more and more stalls have shown up. Mm -hmm. uh, when something catches your mm -hmm. eye on, catching your eye is maybe not the best term. You feel goosebumps suddenly jump all over you, and you don't know why. Uh, Alden looks around. You're in that place from yesterday, the place where there was an empty lot, and you suddenly got like. A weird feeling about it. Uh-huh. But there's something different. Okay. The empty lot is now occupied. Okay. That? Not by a stall. By what? A whole ass building. It's <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> like, this was a lot yesterday. But there's a building there. Uh, yeah, I know. Pretty fucked. Um, what? Fucked up of true, anyway. It is true. <laughs> fucked up. Alden's like, what is that? It is a store. Um. So, uh, as you kind of look up the uh, building up and down, is a stone brick building with like an overhanging sign that says, uh, Hawthorne's Mystic Regalia. Uh, there is glass windows. Uh, it's like, kind of, it kind of is the epitome of like a Harry Potter shop 
Like, it mm. looks like it's something straight out of Diagon Alley. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is a, uh, like, the sign of an elven eye uh, on this thing. Uh, and as you're kind of looking around, all of you kind of, like, your eyes drift over to stuff in the store window. There's, like, a pixie outfit. There's, like, an, like a kind of she-looking rapier. But your eyes stop on something. Mm-hmm. There is a book. Oh? Uh, on the cover of the book, uh, there is uh, a sort of, like, fella drawn very cartoonishly. Uh, and he's, like, sitting on a, a blanket with a little basket. And he's rubbing his hands together while little lights in the background uh, kind of, like, float. And there's, like, trees. And it's a very... It's definitely a children's book. Uh, and the title of the book is Zudiger's Picnic. Uh-huh. Oh. Wait a minute. Is that the... Mm-hmm. Is it, that's the book from that she, like, specifically asked for? Mm-hmm. Alden stops and he's like... Uh, he, he goes over and he's like, how... Alden is like, I need that. Hmm? I need that book. What book? The book right there, Dicker. Oh, shit! That's the book that that Briar, like, really wanted, like, to read. You should get it right, then. Yeah, I fucking hope so. And, and then Alden is like, let's go fucking book shopping. One second. Um, I guess. And then <laughs> Alden's like, Anchor, I'm yeah. your friend and you're pal and you're mean to me is this going somewhere come with me Casca, <laughs> do you want to come too uh yes and she's still doing bow maintenance <laughs> she's just she's uh, she just it. really likes she it, just long really <laughs> she just really likes having her bow in hand honestly like she's so fucking unfortunately hard. i'm about to have to do my one american accent i can do yes uh, um, okay <laughs> yes uh <laughs> I Fuck can only up. do one American accent and it's not good. Fuck it uh, up. You guys enter the shop and uh, you see a half elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is currently, uh, she is, uh, uh, she is a half elf, uh, blonde with kind of tan skin, uh, wearing some pretty nice clothes. Uh, currently, she has a huge eyeglass, uh, which is magnifying the fuck into something. Uh, and she looks up at you all and uh, she lets. Well, slap me with a river lily and call me a Grig. Fuck. You're Cascatanovan. Uh, yes. She Hello. comes around the uh, thing, uh, ignoring Alden and Iker completely. <laughs> God. Alden is still vibrating. <laughs> you're the uh, you're the lady from uh, from Kilsella. Yeah, yeah, the that country. You're the. Uh, the one who lost her eyes because you looked at a fake creature, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, That's me. I can't believe it. I've, I've been fascinated with your case since I first heard of it, and for you to show up at my door—that's incredible. Wait. And she kind of like looks up at you, and she's like peering into your eyes one by one, uh, and she takes like a little like a wand, and she flashes a light in your eye. You don't do anything because you're blind. And yeah. she's like. 
Incredible! It's like your eyes have permanently been incredible. seared You're away. You're fucking blind! You're incredible! You're fucking blind! <laughs> but it's like your eyes have been seared away I so mean, they can only see like you. It's like you've been blinded! I, it's like you've been blinded! Uh, <laughs> I wonder what else works. I, mm, how, what if you've been wearing clouded glasses? Like, they stop most gazes, but maybe this this one's not a gaze. You're gazing at the creature. So in this case, um, I guess you would have to give that... I don't know if putting clouded glasses on the other creature would work, but given... I'm sure mm, if you could somehow sever the uh, link between looking at them and them looking at you, but I don't know, you'd, you'd need to cover your own glasses, maybe? Um, because, yeah, you'd need to cover your own eyes, because... It stops gazes, but you need to not be able to see that kind of creature so it wouldn't work. And it just, I don't really understand. Maybe if, um, uh, I don't know. She, I, uh, I don't know did this to you. This seems to be like the work of a hemadrive. I don't know why a hemadrive would necessarily do this kind of thing. And it's just, I just don't understand. Um, it could be, oh, I don't know. Hang on a second, what kind of drive was, she's, um, she's, she's in her own talking. world right now. Yeah. I don't think she's gonna stop. Maybe we could just take the book. I don't think we can. No, that's bad. Take the book from her. I mean, ma'am. 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 Excuse me. Um. Ma'am, excuse me. I. Did she just say grape juice in the I eyes? I don't. Grape juice in the eyes. I don't. I don't think we should put that. Sorry, sorry. Um. <laughs> she comes back. <laughs> okay. Hi. Hi. Um. She turns. Us, sorry. Were you saying something? Uh. All I know is that the person who blinded me was a nymph. Well, yes, uh... Some sort of nymph. Yeah, nymphs. Not all nymphs are dryads, but all dryads are nymphs. Um, that's... The, well. the bland uh, beauty of a nymph is usually what does this kind of thing, but for it to do this to your eyes, I'm not sure. This is really interesting. Like, this is a really interesting case. Um, sorry, let me introduce right. myself. I am Alison Hawthorne. Uh -huh. Pleasure to be at your service, Miss Tannadin. It's nice to meet you as well. Uh, and she um, turns to the others. And who are these guys? Uh, hi. Um, well, this is the sheriff of Kilsella, Alden, and the king of Kilsella. Okay. Oh, cool. Hi. Hi. It's hi. nice. It's hi. nice to meet you. Um, actually, I had a question. Uh, what happened to it? <laughs> I, I like I, her. She says that completely straight-faced. I, I have a question. Did someone take it from no, you? No, I have a question present tense. Okay. Um, There's a book in your window. Um, It's a children's book. Okay. The... Alright. Zodiger's Picnic? The, uh, yeah, that, that book. Are you selling that? Yeah, that's one of my finest uh, pieces. Sorry, Um, this is like... Hawthorne's Mystic Regalia, we sell... Like, I'm a Fae scholar. Uh, I've, you know, loved Fae when I was a kid. Uh, and I was... I continue to love Fae, and now, um... I actually spent some years in the First World, studying them. I was... It was incredible. There's nothing like it. Uh, Fae are an interesting kind of creature. Um, 
And she kind of nods, and for a second you see her kind of like her gaze shorting out for a second, and she <laughs> stares off in the distance. Um, but are you selling that book? Zuger's picnic? Yeah. Yeah, no, of course I am. Uh, how much would it be? Uh, 120,000 gold? Was like Alden like runs his ha- a hand through his hair, and he's like, "Okay, um, fuck." Something wrong? Uh, you barter? <laughs> uh, no, barter's real dangerous. What? What? Pardon? Barter, it's dangerous. How's it dangerous? And her gaze short circuits around. Right, yes, no, your people. Uh, I, I prefer not to. Huh? Oh, okay. Okay, um... Oh, is that like a fey thing? Occasionally? Is there anything that I can do? Because I can't afford that. But I need that book. Um... Is there anything that we'd be able to do to take... To, that would... I really need that book. How, how, what can I do for you that would convince you to? Can I like give you a hand with anything or? Whose hand? What? No. What? Not literally. Can I, don't, can I help you with anything? Yeah. Right. I don't see why I would need a hand. It's a figure of speech. It's, it's a phrase. Her gaze short circuits for a second again. <laughs> Right, right, okay. Uh, um, and she kind of like sits back for a second. And she says, um, I don't like the batter, but I can sense you just really want this book. But you have to understand, this book is rare. Oh, I know. As in, this one is literally the last of its kind, and it is not just a book. It's not just a book? It's a map. Wait. A map? The, it tells the story of Zuliger's picnic, and she starts hyperfixing again. Mm. Uh, it basically, it's um, this. It tells the story of a couple of places in the first world. Okay. If you were able to get a hold of that and interpret correctly, you could actually pretty solidly map out the unmappable. Or at least a small section of it. Uh, it's kind of in high demand, considering, you know, the man who wrote it, uh, a few months later, he went crazy and, you know, killing spree and died. So it's kind of infamous. Most of the books have been burned up. Um, you know, Iravetti saw the dash. I'm kind of doing a risky thing having that in the window. It's kind of contraband. I'm going to take that out of the window real fast. I don't know. I just had this urge right now, just before you came in, to put it there. Weird, huh? Yeah. I've learned not to second guess my instincts. It's pretty weird. Um. Very uh, weird. <laughs> Are you sure that there's nothing that I can do? Because. There's. I just need it, and I know that I do. Sorry, I'm not used to 
making deals for things that aren't money, you know. I mean, that's fair. Could get you know, a lot of trouble. You own a store, so. And she looks at Casca and says, I mean, it'd be interesting to study you more. Holden looks at Iker pushes Casca towards uh, her. No, not. Uh, hey. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh... Well, I mean, you said that you were interested in my case. So. Yeah, that I, I am interested in your case. But I can't just give away Zodiger's picnic for that. I... And then her face kind of like goes kind of crafty for a second. Tell you what. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. You give me Miss Tanovin to have an interview with, and I will let you borrow Zodiger's picnic. Just like to read in this shop. I will not let you leave with it, but I'll let you read it. And. In return, I think, if you can bring me some great treasure from the first world, equal in value to Zilliger's Picnic, I will trade this for. I'll trade with you. Sure. Um, wait, wait, okay. before I say yes, Cass, because that's okay with you, right? <laughs> I just, I just kind of got um, <laughs> excited, sorry. Um... Yeah, that's that's okay. Just uh, it's an interview. Only an interview. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll say an interview. Um, sound good? Yeah. All right. That's okay with me. All right. You come with me. You too. And she like goes up to the uh, book and takes it out. It is about like fifteen pages tops. It's a, mm. it's a children's <laughs> book. And she puts it down and uh, kind of conjures up, like she waves a finger and suddenly a pixie appears in the room. Mm -hmm. And uh, the pixie oh. kind of hovers and just looks at you and says, keep an eye on him. And uh, the summon pixie just kind of nods and says, you guys mess with that book, the fury of the first will will hunt you down and throw you pain you didn't even know that the uh, mortal body was capable of. Okay. <laughs> Miss Hanvin, will you come with me? Uh, yeah, sure. And as you go, Iker and Alden, you two open the book. And uh, on the first thing you see inside is the author's note, which kind of explains uh, that he uh, he wrote it after staying in the woods and finding a hole to the first one. And there's a little illustration of himself, a tubby, rotund man with big, wide glasses and a huge smile on his face. Mm -hmm. But beside him is another illustration that you don't like very much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sitting on a throne of thorns and smiling down at him, gesturing out to him with a smile is a woman. Oh, god damn it. Uh-huh. A woman you both recognize now. With her beautiful eyes and kind but cruel smile. You see an illustration of Nerissa, the Green Lady. <laughs> Thank you.
like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.